Hello? Well, good afternoon. Hello, Megan. Hi, this is Pastor Red. Outstanding. Listen, we, um, I have an an intro that uh, I'd like to do, and uh, then I'm going to ask everyone to uh, ask you to introduce yourself to, to everyone uh, on the podcast. Everyone, I want to welcome you to the uh, Point of Grace podcast, the podcast ministry of Grace Point Fellowship. Uh, I'm Pastor Rip Roberts, and I have my special guest, Megan, with us today. Hey! And I'm thrilled to welcome you to the Point of Grace podcast. Uh, This is our first opportunity to do a live interview. And so, uh, welcome to the adventure. Uh, I wanted to do our first interview with Megan, who is our uh, on mission there in California. So if you hear the lovely California wind blowing in the background, that's what uh, that's going on. And we can just imagine that we are at the at the beach and enjoying the surf. <laughs> uh, Megan Ryan is on mission there in California and she's going to tell you a, a, a little bit about about herself and how she found herself um, in that unique position to serve and, and, and care for others. So so Megan, right out the bat, why don't you tell us a, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, school, family, etc. Yeah, um, so I'm 19. Uh, I'm from Ruther Glen, Virginia. Um, me and my mom moved there about six years ago. Um, yeah. Okay, great. And uh, so, so you recently graduated high school, mm-hmm. and uh, then are kind of taking some time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let 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 me ask you a question about your relationship with God. What, what, when and, and how did you come to know Jesus? Yeah, so I gave my life to Christ when I was about 15. Um, I didn't really grow up in the church or um, influence around me or anything like that. Um, when I was 13, my dad passed away, and I just remember being so mad at, like, everything in the world. And, like, I just, like, got uh, really, really depressed and really, really anxious and suicidal mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, we ended up losing our house when I was 13 as well. And so that year was just like, it just felt like a lot of loss. So I was really mad at God for a long time, like um, just not understanding that like at that time I was like, if there is a God, I'm, I'm, I hate him. And then um, not really like knowing if there mm-hmm. was or wasn't. But um, one night, I just remember it was like January 30th, um, 2014. I like just like, I was just so ready to be over with it all. And I remember um, just like having a plan in my mind about like what I was going to do and how I was going to in my life. And then just in that moment, in that night, uh, I just remember like in that place of desperation, like that's when like I truly felt like God's spirit come upon me and was just like, I'm going to take you as you are, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've, done like I love you and I'm your father and like since that moment I my whole life is like 
completely different. Wow, that it's powerful. That's powerful. And that that actually um, I touched upon the next question I was going to ask you about. What has that relationship been like? Yeah, so it's honestly been totally like, I mean, it's obviously like life changing, right. like walking in darkness right. and then walking in light. It's just like, uh, for a long time, it took a while to like figure out who I was and um, in my identity in Christ because like so much of who I thought I was was worthless and like just um didn't really have a purpose and like trying to find my purpose in other things and like obviously never working out and then realizing that like God has called me His own and He's called me His child and now like I'm a daughter like I'm royalty and I'm loved by Him so much um it's just completely like made me realize who I am in him and that like, that's the only thing that truly matters is what like he thinks of me, not like what other people might think of Megan, you know, you, you touched on something I think is going to be really helpful to, to a lot of our listeners uh, because you, you've described a relationship that has grown over time as opposed to something that just happens Mm -hmm. at the snap of a finger or uh, it happens overnight. There's certain things that, do happen yeah. instantly uh but there yeah. there a lot of it is just about living in this relationship and and, and uh, a life of discovery isn't it mm-hmm. yeah honestly that's what it's been like like i just remember that night like i was just filled with like so much joy in that moment like i was just so excited to tell everyone because like i'd started going to church a little bit Um, Before I gave my life to Christ, like a friend from a youth group had invited me and I was like, I don't really want to go, but I just moved to this new area. So sure, I'll go with you to try to make some friends. And then like, I just remember being so excited to tell everyone that like, no, I finally like made the decision. And it wasn't because like the church told me to make this decision. It was because like God himself like was like, I'm here. You just have to let me in. Man, that is awesome. Awesome. Now, since that time, you found yourself um, currently on on mission. And so that brings me to the question, when did you first sense uh, God's call to this ministry of missions? Um, I think, like, I don't really know. Probably back, like, even before I gave my life to Christ, I realized I really liked helping people. And I really loved, like, just being able to serve people. And I grew up not thinking that I was really good at anything. And the only thing I really felt like I was actually good at was serving people and just like being there for people. And then when I gave my life to Christ, like it made me realize, wow, like that was God that put that desire in me to serve people. And now I get to like just serve people through him and like bring glory back to him. But um, yeah, I've always just, I think I've just always really loved the idea of going somewhere and just serving people. I mean, no matter where it is. But, you know, yeah. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 um, says, it is God himself who has made us what we are and given us new lives from Christ yeah. Jesus. And long ages ago, mm-hmm. he planned that we should p- spend these lives in helping others. And that's what I think about when I when I hear uh hear your testimony it, it it really is um what the what the bible tells us 
that we are God's workmanship. We are his masterpiece. And that, yeah. and that he has created Absolutely. us for good works that, that we should walk in them, that he has already ordained for us. And we obviously don't do good works in order to be in a relationship with God. We obviously don't do good works in order to be saved. Um, but it mm-hmm. is our faith in action. It's, it's actually love in action. Uh, when, when we talk about serving others. And so as I listen to you and, and, and hear this incredible journey that you're on, now you're currently in, in, in Los Angeles, California, and you are, you are part of a very interesting ministry there. And I'd love for you to tell us about it. And also, as you're telling us about it, tell us how did you prepare and, and get started? Yeah, so um, I graduated high school, and I really prayed about it, and I didn't really feel like God was calling me to go to college um, in this season of my life, and I just kept praying about it and realized that he really just wanted me to go to some sort of, like, leadership ministry type of, like, he wanted me to just do ministry and, like, leadership, and, like, so I just, like, asked him to, like, show me um, what he meant, and, like, there were so many doors that were open that I could have, like, walked through but like he definitely led me to the dream center and the dream center has this leadership school and like that's how I got out here was um as soon as I read about it I was like God instantly convicted my heart uh to come out here and like at first I was so put off by it because I was like God like I really don't like big cities (laughs) you're calling me to a pretty big city um what are you doing this is this is too much and he just like he just guided me through the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Like he just gave me so much peace about it. Like I remember not wanting to leave uh, friends back home because like that Mm -hmm, had been so mm -hmm. much of my life. And it like, I was so scared, but like they were all so supportive in me coming out here. Cause I don't think like, I don't know. I I think I still would have come out here even if they weren't supportive, but it's been so amazing to have them support me so much. Um, while I've been out here and even before I did come out here. Um, But at the Dream Center, I um, first semester I worked with kids. Uh, So basically we went out into the inner city and like to project areas where there's like a lot of gang violence, like maybe like Nickerson Gardens, Imperial Courts and uh, Ramona Gardens are like the three main places that we went. And we just really got to go out there and bring church to these kids like go out, hang out with them, help them with their homework, just like be like be a friend to them um, and just love on them. Because like a lot of times these kids don't come from very Mm -hmm. loving environments. Um, So when they see these people just like coming out every week and just being totally consistent and like telling them how much they're loved, like it really does impact them. And like you can see it over time as like a kid at first may have been like really standoffish, may have just like stood in the background and like at the end like they come up to the front and like they're just talking and like they open up to you about so much and it's just crazy how much like like they do trust you and like they realize that you're here for them and you're not against them um and that's just amazing like (laughs) they have my heart so much but um now I work on the family floor at the dream center which is basically a transitional housing program so um families with kids under the age of 18 who like may have 
been experiencing homelessness or may have been through sometimes like human trafficking or may have like just gone through like absolutely like like not Mm -hmm, good situations mm -hmm. um this is a program for them to come into um so they can transition out in like hopefully like a year is like the length of the program but like sometimes they do stay longer or shorter like it's totally like varies from person to person but hopefully like they'll transition out into stable living and be able to like live stably with their kids and their kids will grow up like knowing God and a lot of them do come to know Christ while they're here. We actually just had a mom a few weeks ago, like give her life to Christ. And like, before she came here, she was actually like terrified of the church. Like she just was afraid of it. And now she's like, just awesome. She's reading her Bible every day. And it's just really incredible to get to work with um, these families and build like relationships with them. Megan, it sounds as if you've had the experience of seeing people's lives changed and impacted uh, by an encounter uh, with Christ, not, not because people went out and was telling others about the love of God, but you were actually showing people the love of God by allowing Jesus to love others through you. That's incredible. Yeah. We are, we are, you know, I listen, I'm so proud of you. And uh, I, I know that uh, I happen to be being here in Virginia and around uh, many of your friends who are still here and supporting you. They are very proud of you as well. Um, they think they, they thank God yeah, for you often. And, um, you know, we, we can certainly see why. You know, one of the questions that I had was, you know, how has God used this experience to cause you to mature in, in your faith and, and grow in your relationship with him and also in, in your relationship with others. Yeah. Wow. That's like <laughs> a loaded question. Um, like God, like God has done so much um, in my heart. Like I feel like when I gave my life to Christ and being back home, like I definitely knew God, like I definitely like had a good, like close relationship with him. Um, but it was different. It was just kind of like, it was really easy for me to get shooken up about things and um, just really fall into places that like weren't really great to be in, like mindset wise and being here, just being so surrounded by like miracles. Like, I mean, those definitely happened back home, but like just being like so surrounded by just so many people uh, who love God is like incredible. Like sometimes I just kind of sit there and I get like, I'll be sitting in chapel when, um our class and I'll just get so mind blown being like wow like God made each and every one of you and like you all reflect his glory and you all reflect his image and you like reflect his personality in a different way like showing like almost a full picture um I mean not the full picture but like a fuller picture of who God is and it's incredible like God has like changed my life being here I feel like I have like a lot stronger of a foundation since I've been here um I've learned a lot of leadership skills like um just like being a woman of my word and not just saying I'm going to do something but like following through with it and actually doing it and just having compassion for people it's taught me so much um just what it means to be there for somebody and just to listen to like how they are and just being there for them the way they need me to be there for them not just the way I want to be there 
so much. Like, gosh, like, I just feel so, like, confident in who I am in Christ and knowing that, like, like, the enemy could try to throw whatever he want at me, but, like, <laughs> it's not going to stop the power of God and the work that Amen. he's done. Amen. It, uh, I am so grateful that you heard God call you and was and you were willing to step yeah. out of your comfort zone to go someplace that you wouldn't have necessarily <laughs> picked for yourself in a, going from a rural community <laughs> in Virginia to a great big city in Los Angeles, California. Uh leaving your your family and yeah. friends and as I said your own comfort zone in order to bring comfort to others. And uh, I think you have just set a powerful example of what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Um, yeah. I spent some time growing up in uh, Inglewood, California. Uh, you may be familiar with that uh, area, not that far from LA, you know, right there in LA. It's a community in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know. Mm-hmm how important the work that you're doing with those families firsthand. Um, Now, there are, if people want to follow you and support you and learn more about uh, the Dream Center, uh, you have a a couple of ways to do it. You have a Facebook page. You have, uh, what what are the different social media platforms that people can, uh, listening to this podcast can connect with you, support your 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 uh, your mission there, um, and and just get connected. Yeah. So um, this past year, like I really haven't used uh, the internet that much because it was mm-hmm. such a big distraction for me. Um, but I do have a Facebook that I'll post updates about, like, what I'm doing and the people that I meet and just kind of, like, stuff, like, God puts on my heart to speak about. I'll post on my Facebook page. Um, and then I um, I just posted about it earlier today, um, but I do have a donation page that's on Terrific. there as well. And if somebody um, wanted to find that, yeah. where, where would they go? Um, they would just have to go to, like, I think it's like called rallyup.com and yeah, you just type in um, like the dream center and then you would just scroll and you would look for my name. So, so for our listeners, we want you to know that, that uh, Megan Ryan is uh, we fully, we at Grace Point Fellowship uh, endorse and wish to continue to support Megan if you want more information about how you can partner with us in supporting her, uh, please come to our webpage at uh, grace, the number four, the word grace, dot org, grace for grace, dot org. And uh, we just want to just continue to prayerfully and financially stand with Megan and support the work that God is doing through her. Thank you so much for making time for us. I know that that you've got to hustle off now and um, you're on your way to serve more families. And so thanks for taking time to to call in. And uh, is it okay if we kind of make this a regular every now and then? I'll just plug in and 
and we can all just listen to the uh, adventures of God and Megan there in L.A. All right. Yeah, totally. That all right, Megan, great. thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. No problem. Have a great day.